Welcome back to another episode of Tell Me Sis Podcast, featuring your two favorite sisters, Alex and Kyla. Hey everyone, happy Friday. Happy Friday. So first off, just want to say that we are dummy dums and we didn't bring any extra batteries for our little recording device because it's not something that you plug in to charge. You like need batteries for it. And we are currently away on a little retreat so we don't have the batteries yeah um, with us so this might be a really quick episode we'll see how long it takes us i mean there's literally one bar out of four so hopefully do you know how long one bar normally lasts no because normally at one bar it dies oh god yeah. i That's mean so worst funny. case we'll just get batteries like at the depener or something like in town when we go for dinner and like finish it yeah tomorrow. but we're not recording tomorrow like we have we have our massages in the morning and then after our massages we have to check out. No, we check out before, but I'm saying <clears> when <throat> we wake up, we can just finish the episode. If if it like lasts 15 minutes, we can't put up a 15 minute episode. Oh. I mean, yeah, we'll see how we feel tomorrow morning. Yeah. <laughs> I might not want to record first thing tomorrow morning. Okay, well, we'll have to do it then when we get back. We could always do it like um record on Monday. Anyways, this is this is stuff we can talk about like if it happens after, I don't want to, like, waste time. So, my sister posted to her Instagram story asking you guys to ask questions. Ask anything you want. We'll answer. Yeah, if you need advice, which you guys took us to give us advice, which thank you so much for the you, advice. So, you never, you never told me what they were saying, like, what well, advice it's just not. Getting. It's not good advice. It's not stuff that, like, is going to help the podcast. It's just rude. It's just people were it gives them an opening to be rude so it won't do anything for us oh okay <laughs> but i wrote down some questions so the the like this was a pretty popular one like it was a few asked the same thing as advice on making new friends in adulthood because like a lot of people think that's really hard and my biggest piece of advice is to try new things like Whatever your interests are, let's say you're really into pottery or painting or Pilates or I don't know, going like when you're doing things, you just kind of have to get out of your comfort zone and just go up to people and talk to them. Yeah. And if you have any friends or acquaintances that invite you out somewhere and you know that like their friends are going to be there and it's possible for you to meet new people, just say yes more often and then... I mean, there's no harm in also downloading Bumble BFF. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've never used it, but I've heard amazing things from it. And I've had friends actually use it to like, because I still do have friends that are single. And it's like, I, we've talked about this on, po on the podcast before, how it's hard if you're single and all of your friends are in relationships, you kind of feel like you want someone in the same phase of life as you. So I had a friend that used that app and like, found a friend through that yeah and i think you said this too kyla not with the app but just like when you're meeting a friend and you're going out like you get more nervous to like meet a friend than it was if it was like a romantic date yeah yeah because like i mean it's it's like also a situ the type of situation that like i've never personally experienced before it's like normally if i meet people and it's not through like a friendship app um and, like, we don't really, like, hit it off. Right. Then, like, there's no awkwardness because it's, like, well, we're, like, in a public setting meeting and, like, I just feel like I wouldn't be friends with this person. Yeah, So exactly. after tonight, like, I just won't see her. Yeah. But when it's kind of like a like a friendship app, it, it it's, like, the same concept as dating. So then it's, like, you feel like you owe it to the person to, like, give them an explanation if, like, you feel, like you know you don't want to be friends with them and it's kind of again it's the same concept as dating where you almost feel like you're being like raided oh I never you know? thought of it that way but but what if you just like weren't really answering them much when they get the hint that like you just weren't interested in being their friend I mean that's also kind of mean though you know yeah. it's the same thing as like ghosting no I'm not saying ghosting just like you're not replying that often you don't seem very enthusiastic like if i was texting someone that i want to be friends with and they were answering me like that i would be like okay like clearly they're not putting a priority into this relationship i'm just not going to try 
Yeah, I don't know. I've never done it, so. But I mean, Bumble BFF is is definitely an option. Saying yes to like events, activities where you know that you can meet new people. Um, I find sometimes too, it's kind of tricky when it comes to work because you really never know who you can trust when it comes to like a job. But um, I've also met a lot of people like through the jobs I've had and like I've kept in contact with them and uh, the people I work with now. It's not like, you know, we're friends that we like hang out and stuff outside of work, but it's it's nice. That's why I also feel like I could never do a fully remote job because I need to be around people and meet people. If I was working fully remote, I feel like it would it would make me feel so much more isolated and like more alone, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, but I honestly think like figure out what your interests are and then go out and do those things and talk to people. Like also on Facebook, I just want to say I've seen so many TikToks and maybe you can like research on TikTok, but there's so many uh Facebook groups that people talk about on TikTok for people who are like women between the ages of uh in this city who are either looking to make new friends um they want like hobby like new hobbies they want to try new things and like a bunch of girls will basically just like organize this like trip to meet each other and like do activities together and you don't even necessarily need to be um like a single girl you could be in a relationship you can be married but it's like you're the main point is to like make new friends Mm -hmm. and then it's it's less of like a one-on-one awkward situation and you're like in a group setting yeah i mean that's a really great idea as well whoever invented that is super smart yeah um i did see a tiktok of a girl saying there's times where she'll be out at a bar like with friends and like see someone out let's say with their friends and like She'll think their outfit's cool and literally go up to them and be like, hi, I'm so-and-so. Like, I love your earrings or I love your outfit. It's so, so nice. Like, please let me know where it's from. And, like, you just start talking that way and, like, you make friends. Yeah. Like, or in the bathroom at a bar. Like, sometimes that happens as well. So, those are just some I would I would really look into, like, these these Facebook groups because I forgot what they're called. I mean, they're all called something different. But I know that it's, it's, uh, like a very common thing okay that's that's really awesome yeah okay someone asked could you forgive someone who ghosted you and then contacted you again so i've never been ghosted so i don't know what that feels like um but if they if it was like someone i was seeing and they ghosted me and then they contacted me again i would definitely want to re- like talk and maybe see why they ghosted me yeah, I don't see, like, a harm in that. I think that if the person really, like, treated you poorly and then they ghosted you and then they reach out to you, like, maybe it's a situation where it's kind of, like, take a, like think about, okay, is it even worth answering? Do I feel like it's just going to be the same thing all over again? Do I feel like this person's using me? But, yeah, I feel like I'd be the same where I would want to – I would answer and, like, you know, try to – figure out like what's going on yeah but i wouldn't like give them too much you know for sure like i think wait what did it did it say oh could you forgive someone who ghosted you i mean it depends yeah i could forgive someone that ghosted me but it also again it depends where they like extremely shitty to me um if they apologize to you, how long has it been since they, like, ghosted you to, like, now? Um, I don't know. Like, it, it depends. But, yeah, I feel like I could forgive someone that that ghosted me for sure. Yeah. I don't know because I, I feel like I don't know how I would feel in that situation. If someone ghosting me, like, it's so hard to tell because... I've never ghosted anyone and no one's ever ghosted me. So, like, I've been in a relationship for so long. I don't know how I would feel. If it's the first... If they've only ghosted me once and it's not um, a situation where the person was really shitty to me and, like, the way they reach out to me and apologize seems very genuine. Oh, yeah. I could see that. Then, then like, yeah, yeah, of course, I want to hear you out and, like, I want to see what you have to say. Yeah. And, like, we could talk about it. But if it's a situation where, like, this person continuously ghosts you... 
And then finally they come back and they want to apologize then like maybe i would be a little bit more like should i even bother answering at this point yeah in that situation i would definitely take the apology but i wouldn't want to like continue a relationship with them i would just be like "Mm, yeah thank you for apologizing like hope everything is good with you and move on with my life type thing yeah um how to not take life too seriously honestly just like by literally not caring about the little things in life like timelines that you feel pressured like don't care about that letting things go yeah don't compare yourself or try not to compare yourself which kind of goes hand in hand with timelines yeah um you know find pleasure in the small things so like spend more time doing things that make you feel happy and calm and surround yourself with people that you know bring out the best in you mm-hmm. and that you just feel like you could really be yourself around and always see the big picture at the end of the day it's normal to feel like the day-to-day stress with work with relationships um just adulting in general but if you take a step back and and really look at the big picture no one is i mean granted you're not like someone who has a job where you need to save people's lives but like no one's lives are ending at the end of the day neither is yours so like if you really put things into perspective it's like why why stress so much about all these things when I know that realistically in like a month or two from now or even in a few weeks or days this isn't even going to be something that I think about yeah and like life is real it's not that deep Like, we put so much pressure on ourselves to live a certain way, to be accepted and acknowledged. And, like, I don't know. I just feel like (laughs) we're literally living on this floating rock in the middle of a universe. Like, it's so insignificant. Yeah. And we're such a blip in time that might as well just have fun with your life and live it to the fullest and, like, really don't take things too seriously for the most part like obviously there are certain things I take more seriously like my health and like stuff like that but as a whole I've just learned over time like just to not care that much honestly yeah just don't stop caring (laughs) also like this is something that like I need to work on myself right and and like no one gets to a point where like they just don't take life seriously Mm -hmm. I think you just you it's more about getting to a point where you feel more comfortable and, like, you're, you're not focusing too much on, like, the outcome of things. Right. Yeah. I agree with that. Okay. Someone asked, is it okay to date my friend's ex? They dated in early high school and we're all 25 now. Well, um, depends, like, how not serious for us they to really, were. But it also, it's not really for us to answer. Like, that's something that you need to talk about with your friend because there's so much that well, that's what plays I, my, into it. That's kind of my whole thing is... How serious was the relationship? Because if it was just like, if you're at the beginning of high school, like for where we live, that's grade seven. So you're like, what, 12? Yeah. So like, I don't know. If one of my friends, if she wasn't even a best friend, if she was just like a friend of mine that dated some guy and literally when we were 12 years old for like, that's not even a serious relationship, I wouldn't even feel like I would have to ask her. Yeah. Like it's just, to me, I'm like, that's not. But if she's like your best friend and then they dated for a long time and they like, you know held hands and kissed and like did that whole thing i don't think i would even ask for permission i would just be like hey i feel like this way towards this guy and like we have these feelings towards each other like i thought you should know and then if she's not okay with that then that's where i'd be like okay well if you're really not okay with it like you're one of my good good friends like i'm not gonna jeopardize that i just wanted to let you know yeah because like i think back to it like dan dated some of my friends when we were that age but, like, it's not a serious relationship. Yeah, also, by the time, like, you and Dan started dating, you weren't friends with those girls, really. No, but, like, I guess she's saying, because it's, like, should I date my friend's ex? So, I don't know. To me, if you're writing into a podcast, it means that you're thinking about it more than, like, it's probably deeper than, like, maybe she's, it's a bigger relationship, you know? Yeah, yeah. Because if it was something that was Because also for so... me, like, I dated someone that dated a girl that I was, like, in the same friend group with, like, at the end of high school slash Sejep years. And uh, 
like I met that guy through her. Yeah, like, but you my, I met my ex friends when I you met, started dating. Yeah, exactly. But like, yeah, I like, but I had bumped into her a few times over the years, and like we were talking, but um, there was no drama there. No, you know? I feel like if she's your I didn't current feel, friend, and I also didn't feel like I I needed to like talk to her about it when him and I started dating because she it's true she wasn't someone that like I would consider a friend like she, I would see her like what once every like two years if we'd randomly bump into each other but I yeah I think if it's like one of your friends and you guys and they dated like early high school depending on like how long the relationship lasted um how like you know your friend handled the breakup or whatever yeah it's true like we there's don't know the so details. much yeah if she was like really hurt over the breakup and he's still someone that she kind of talks about like obviously that's just don't even bother but if i don't know it was like such a small moment in time and she's like dating someone now and like whatever yeah I'm then 25 like i feel like there's so much that's like over 10 years but the thing too is that i find sometimes girls can be weird with this stuff like they'll get possessive over guys that they've they were talking to and didn't even date for like a few weeks or months and then five years later you start talking to this guy and like your friend will make a big deal out of it because it's like well no like I was talking to him a few years ago like why would you even do that girls are weird with that like I I mean Alex look at the situation I just recently went through with someone accusing me of talking to guys from her past when I never have. And then... I feel like that's not, like, a normal thing, though, that people do. But, like, it happens. That's weird. I feel like if she's your friend, though, like, it's someone that you could talk to about this. It's not just, like... If it was a random person, obviously, don't talk about it. It's not their thing. But if it's your friend, definitely just bring it up. Can you, you cut know? that part out, what I just said? Yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah, I agree. Okay. Next one. Should I keep trying to keep alive a 15 plus year friendship if I'm always the one to reach out? No. <laughs> well, are you always the one to reach out for 15 years or like it's a 15 year long relationship and only recently you're you're always the one to reach That's out? That's how I took it. But like still, no. I wouldn't be friends with someone for 15 years if it was only me one sided. A friendship is a two way street. But like if she's your friend and you're trying to work on it, I definitely recommend talking to her about it. Yeah. Just bring it up. And, like, also, I was having this conversation recently with someone, and we were both saying that – because we both saw, like, the same the same TikTok, and it was a girl basically talking about the fact that what is it with uh, women and – women especially, when they enter a relationship, it's like, okay, nice knowing you, and, like, then you just never hear from them or see them. And if they go out of their way to make plans with you or if you ask them to hang out – and then they say something like, oh, yeah, David, let's just say it's their boyfriend, um, has plans tonight. So, like, yeah, of course I could see you. And then it's like, what the fuck? Like, we could only hang out if, like, your significant other is busy. And <clears throat> anyway, so I was talking about it with my friend recently. And um, we've been in situations like that a few times. And it just kind of gets to a point where it's like, are we even friends anymore? Like, do you even care about our friendship or do you or like, should I even bother trying to see you or make plans with you? It gets to a point where it's kind of like, okay, well, clearly you just like don't care, you know? So it's just kind of a waste of time at a certain point. For me, it comes down to a personality thing. So like, I always like to try and talk to the person to give them a chance to like hear them out and like see if we can work on things. Because if I just feel like oh they're pulling away so I'm gonna pull away too and just like if it if it doesn't go anywhere then that's just the way the friendship's gonna go like I don't like to live that way I like to actually like try talking about it and there has been times in my life where it's gotten to a point where we do talk about it and things don't change and then we're like okay well clearly the relationship is just not going anywhere so like it kind of just naturally fades over time but there have also been times where I've brought something up and the other person was just not aware that I was feeling that way and then they actively made a change and like we're working on it and it fixed the relationship so I don't know if you've tried to talk to your friend before I don't know the circumstance but I definitely recommend going that route first just being like hey I'm feeling really that 
like it's it's always me reaching out and I, I I don't know just like not in an attacking way just being like I really miss you and I I'd love to hang out with you and I would love to know if there's anything going on on your end like just ask them and if if they're kind of like listen I'm not feeling this or they're just honest with you or if they pretend like there's nothing wrong but then continue doing that then yeah I, I could pull away for sure like I would recommend that but if then maybe it'll actively make them fix it you know 15 year relationship is a really long time I definitely think it's worth trying to talk to the person about it yeah and it also depends how long it's been of you being the one reaching out first because if if it's already been years of this happening where you're always the one to reach out um and like the person like your friend is just like not even still not trying and it's been years and you're kind of like over it then you could always just like pull away and then maybe that person will eventually come and reach out to you. And if not, then it's also like, you know, at the end of the day, clearly if this person's never going to reach out to me again and they haven't, it's not friend. Yeah. But I would only do that with people that you feel like is worth like keeping in your life. Because for the most part, at least in my experience, when I've had people in my life that like just um, prioritize other things over like a friendship with me or or whatever. Um, A, I'm already like not extremely close with that person. So I'm kind of like, okay, well, whatever. Like that's just how they are. But if I am really close with that person and I'm the one that's all of a sudden reaching out to make plans and I care about keeping this person in my life, then I'll say something. Like, I'll want to talk to them about it. I also feel like, um, I don't know, it, I have friends in my life that they're just not people to reach out. Like, it's just not like them. But then we're when we're together, it's like we have the best time ever and we have so much fun. And like, we'll chat here and there. But like, in person, it's like the best thing. But then like, let's say it is me the one to reach out. I don't take that personally. Like, I don't care if it's me reaching out because it doesn't matter we still get together and we have so much fun like obviously it's great to feel like you're both putting in the same amount of effort to see each other but at the end of the day like things like that don't really bother me but if it's something that really does bother you again I would recommend talking to the person but yeah yeah it's like so dependent on the situation okay thoughts on aging and cosmetic procedures so I'm assuming they're wondering our thoughts on just aging in general. And then if you're to get cosmetic procedures for that. Well, I got I got Botox. So <laughs> yeah, same. OK, guys. Sorry, we're back. <laughs> the thing died. But you know what? I found two AA batteries in the remote, the remote control in this room. So now we could probably have like a, a full length episode and not have to record at like 7 a.m. tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> OK, so. I don't know if it was if it cut out or not, but the last question was thoughts on aging and cosmetic procedures. So I do get Botox in my forehead um, and I don't regret it and I love it and I probably will continue to do it. I just love the glow it gives me. I love the fact that my makeup goes on so smooth. I like I just like it. Yeah, um, honestly, same. Um, besides also- besides that, like I'm I'm over the whole. Like, I used to get my lips done way back in the day. It's been, like, three years since I've even touched my lips. Mm-hmm. And I'm over that. For me now, it's more just about I want my skin to look good. I want it to be um, glowy, you know, health like, healthy. <laughs> um, yeah, healthy. Like, glowy. Uh, plump. Plump. I want it to, like, you know, I don't, I don't want to have like a bunch of like blotches on my face and whatnot personally because I I know myself and like I'm I like fixate on things Mm. like if I even have a pimple on my face I like look at it constantly and I like have to touch it you know oh interesting um but besides that like I don't personally I'm not really too scared of of aging. I I've seen so many beautiful women that are in their like 50s 
and they look amazing. I'm sure they've had work done, but like, I just think it's such a privilege to age. Yeah. And like, I used to be kind of against Botox. So I was like, you know, it shows like it's, it's basically like a map of what you've experienced and what you've gone through. And like, it's so beautiful. And I still do believe that, but I also, I just like it. I don't know. And it's hard to tell what I, I would do in the future because. But also you don't get Botox like a crazy amount. You get like the the minimal amount just for like fine lines on your forehead. Yeah, but that's age lines. Yeah, but still, it's not like you're going like, you know, like sometimes you just want it to kind of like, you just want a little bit of Botox like here and there, a very small amount that doesn't even really change the look of your face. It's just for you when you're looking at yourself in the mirror or doing your makeup or whatever like you're like okay like those those little tiny lines aren't as like prominent yeah and like they did offer to do like my laugh lines and like i and i have like wrinkles on my neck and like i don't care about that and i don't care about my laugh lines like i'm like i you could do botox on your neck for the for the lines i don't know if it's botox or if it's a different type by the way you don't they're not it's not wrinkles that you have on your neck it's no it's um it's lines like from like it's tech neck no but they're that's what a wrinkle is like the dermatologist told me the wrinkles on my neck what yeah the wrinkles it's just like and it's fine i don't care like that's not what bothers me and like i used to be a little self-conscious because people used to always comment that on my youtube videos when i first started and i was like literally 22 years old and people would be like oh my god you have so many wrinkles on your neck and i'd be like huh i didn't even know that was a thing but like over time i don't know it does not bother me i don't care that i have smile lines like i actually like those it's more just my forehead i like to have that smooth forehead to put my makeup on like that's just and it gives me like a glow i just really like it but aging as a woman i think it's gonna be like the most empowering thing and i look at um i don't know if you've seen pamela anderson lately just really embracing her natural beauty and like no makeup and her skin and like she just obviously she's had work done in the past I love her but she just is so beautiful and then there's this other woman I follow on Instagram I forget I think her name is Grace she's a mom in like her 50s with the gray hair and like she's walking runway show she posts in her bikini and I just think she's so cool and I don't know I'm actually very excited to age I think it's something that is such a beautiful thing and as I was younger, like being, sorry, can't speak. When I was younger, I used to be really scared growing up. And now I'm at a point where I'm like, I see how beautiful and graceful and amazing it is. And I see all these women um, at this community that I'm at in the summer, all these women that have kids that are like teenagers and stuff. And they're in their fifties and early sixties. And they're just so awesome. Yeah. They walk around and like they're really cute shawls and they're big beach hats and I'm like you're a freaking vibe and I cannot wait to be part of the little community member team when I'm your age like I just think it's so cool um I think it also kind of goes hand in hand with what we were kind of saying earlier where it's like don't put a timeline on things and and it's kind of like you know the way that society is makes you feel like as a woman once you hit a certain age it's almost like your life is over oh yeah and like you're no longer be gonna be considered desirable desirable um you're now in that age category of women who are like moms and you know you don't dress sexy anymore you don't um do you shouldn't do certain things you shouldn't like you know if the if there's like a really nice restaurant that opens up in the city that you live in and you know you're a woman that's in your 40s and you want to go with some of like your your friends and you guys want to dress up really nice it's a lot of the time it's like those women would kind of be judged for doing something like that unfortunately so annoying but that's just like a made-up thing that isn't actually true so it's like as long as you just don't believe what other people have to say mm-hmm. especially people that like you don't care about or don't know yeah um i don't know i think aging can be a great thing besides the fact that you actually start to have like physical changes like you know you're more sore you can't like move your body as well as you used to when you were younger that kind of sucks but like besides that also the older you get the more 
for the most part successful you are like you'll have more money you'll be able to like afford more things and like you're wiser you're wiser you don't care as much what other people think more confident I don't know I just feel like there's a lot of amazing things that come with aging and I've been reading a lot of books lately that the main character is older and I just really enjoy it so I think and when it comes down to cosmetic procedures I don't think I'm ever going to be like, I'm never doing this or I'm never doing that or I'm definitely doing this. The only thing I would say is that I would want to get done is a boob lift. But like other than that, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what I'm going to feel like when I'm 50. Maybe I'll get to a point where I'm like, I don't like this and I have the money to fix it and I want to do it. And maybe I'll be at that point and be like, I don't give a shit. Everyone in my life looks like this. So Mm -hmm. who cares? Yeah. Like I'm not trying to look younger. I actually embrace being the age that I am. So, yeah, I agree. How open are you about sex? So, like, preferences, experiences, and funny stories. I think we're open to each other in private. Yeah. And I think we're open to our friends in private. I think on social media, I'm definitely a lot more open to talk about certain things. Like, I used to feel like it was very taboo. But now I can talk about, like, the vibrators I like and the spicy books I like. But I, I don't think I'll ever go into detail in like on sex stories that have happened to me or just things that I like. I just think for me personally, that's more personal. Yeah, we also like, again, when we started this podcast, like we obviously like to show ourselves and talk about our own experiences, but like to a certain extent. Mm-hmm. Um. I would say I'm, like, on the same page as you when it comes to that. Because, like, there's been so many times, like, videos that you've posted in the past that, like, I so badly want you to delete because at the time I was comfortable saying it. But now when I think of, like, when I think back to certain things I've said on the on the internet when I was so much younger and I don't even, like, think that same way anymore. I'm right. like, I want that off. Right. I mean, we could always delete stuff. You don't care? You don't mind? Well, if it's things from last year, that's kind of weird to like... I haven't really been in like an actual sit-down YouTube video. I'm talking about like, this was like 2018, 2019. Oh my gosh. You go back and watch those videos? I don't watch them, but I I remember them in my mind. And I want it off. Okay, yeah, I could private stuff for sure. Okay. I just didn't think that there was like, I don't know, I don't go back and watch my old shit. I'm sure I've said stuff in the past that like, I don't even think the same way as I do 10 years ago. (laughs) Yeah. But um, yeah, I just, I, I think... When it comes to certain things with sex, I love to talk about stuff because I think it's empowering for women to feel comfortable talking about things. But I also think there's a line of like, I want to keep certain stuff private. I could talk about libido. I could talk about hormones. I could talk about that kind of stuff. But like as to what positions I like, as to like what I'm into, that I I don't think I would ever talk about on social media. It's just not something that... I don't know. I, I, don't, I don't even think I talk about that with my friends, to be honest. Yeah. Like, that's just... Uh, I know that a lot of people do talk about that stuff on social media. So there are plenty of people you can find that will be open and you can hear all those stories. Yeah. But it's just not here. Oh, yeah. I, okay. I threw this in here because I thought it was funny and I did want to elaborate on it. But someone said, do you ever feel self-conscious about your body standing next to Kyla? No. <laughs> Um, I don't. I feel like when I was younger, I used to feel self-conscious with a lot of things when I would be next to Kylo because she would have things I I wanted. Like, for example, when I was really little, I had super curly hair and I hated that like if it would get wet and I would try to put in a bun and then I would have like literally a crown of little curls. Like it bothered me that I had that and like you had straight hair that would dry like straight and wavy and it was really pretty. And I used to be really jealous of that or the fact that like I had really bad acne and you always had really nice skin Like, stuff like that, I would compare myself to you a lot because I felt self-conscious of those things. Um, And I definitely went through phases of my life feeling self-conscious about my body, but it was never, like, I would never look at you and then feel self-conscious about my body. Like, it was just I already felt self-conscious of my body. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it wasn't... But now that I'm in a place, like, ever since, honestly, like, getting pregnant and going through postpartum, it brought me a whole... Like, I, I completely see myself in a different way. And although it's not perfect 100% of the time, I don't think I'll ever feel self-conscious of my body the way I used to at all. And honestly, what a fucking weird question to ask somebody. Yeah, that's (laughs) so weird. It's just such a weird question. (laughs) Like, what? (laughs) Well, I don't know. Actually, the more I think about it, maybe that person was just kind of thinking in terms of like, 
because you're you're so body positivity on your Instagram that's like literally one of the main things that you talk about um and then I'm like this like you know petite girl they're probably thinking like oh this is like an interesting topic to ask Alex and and kind of pick her brain on thinking that maybe you'd give a really good piece of advice but that's just making it seem like being skinny is pretty and being bigger is ugly which is so stupid I guess I don't know because like I don't agree with that assumption kyla is more organized than alex (laughs) this made me laugh because i feel like we're both very organized now but growing up kyla was so disorganized like what do you mean disorganized though me or the person yeah you like you were like messy like my room was a mess yeah just in life like i feel like i was always very like like things had to be clean I had to fold my laundry I had to do my own laundry I had to make my bed like I had to all my homework was always color coordinated my my closet was color coordinated I had like everything was in order organized my calendar was always filled and I feel like now we're both like that we're both okay maybe not the clothing and all that stuff but like the organization when it comes to like work and that stuff but growing up I don't think you were that way I don't think it was that I was extremely disorganized. I think that I just didn't care as much for those things. But I always, like, I didn't care to have, like, my clothes color-coordinated. And, right. like, for, I had to do my laundry and no one else could do it and and whatnot. I was, like, my room was, obviously, I had moments where my room was a mess. But it was never, like, I was never a slob. No, I don't I always I don't knew where my stuff was. I just, I wasn't as, like particular with certain things like you were Mm -hmm. and when it came to my homework my stuff was organized but I didn't like especially in high school I didn't care that much about homework you know when I got into my university days I was extremely organized because I took university really seriously yeah and I remember I used to have like I only used to use specific highlighter colors for like certain topics Mm -hmm. and then like if I used pink it was like it would have to be for, like, psychology. If I was using yellow, it was for biology. Like, right. I was, like, super uh, particular with that kind of stuff. And then now when it comes to, yeah, I would say I'm definitely more organized. I think I have a little bit of, like, um, well, I could say it, I'm sure. I, I don't know. If, if someone gets offended, I'm sorry. But I think I have a little bit of OCD. Because, like, even when people come to my place, like my condo, and I'm having a sleepover with a friend or anything and like that friend doesn't really like you know they're eating their food and like they keep dropping like crumbs or on the table or on the floor and then like you know there's a lot of dishes and then they leave the blankets all messy and it's not folded properly like it it really gets under my skin I don't say anything is that an OCD trait yeah I oh, think so I don't like know. minor OCD like things have to be very like it like makes me uncomfortable when, like, some people come over and they just, like, leave a mess everywhere they go. Oh, no, no. I have to be more conscious of that. You don't do it. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I definitely think we're both organized now as much as, like, we can be, you know? Yeah. Like, everything is pretty much in a calendar and a schedule. Yeah. I don't know. Um... Advice for when it feels like everything in life is going wrong for months and you're lost. I feel like this kind of goes hand in hand with what we were saying last week. And if you remember how like when you feel like you're in a slump and it's lasting for months, you feel like like you can't ever see yourself getting out of it Mm -hmm. because it's like, oh, my God, this is just so is this the rest of my life? Even though like deep down, you know, you're going to get to another point. Like, you know, it's not the rest of your life. But when you're in the thick of it. Yeah. It's so hard to see the light. Yeah. You're just like going through. Uh, what's it called? A uh, slump. A slump. Like you're. Yeah. It's like a phase. And sometimes it can last like quite a while, like a few months to mm-hmm. a year, maybe a little over a year. Um, For me personally, I felt like I was in a little bit of a rut for like a year and a half, probably and yeah it felt like my life was never gonna change and it was just gonna be like that forever but I mean things will get better and it's also like so normal to feel that way I feel like everyone has a hundred percent multiple points in their life where 
they feel that way and it's shitty and to be honest I don't even I don't know I haven't come up with like a a perfect recipe for how to get over that I think making smart decisions like uh, you know focusing on what's what what things can you do to make you feel good mentally and physically so like working out eating properly um you know getting a good night's sleep drinking lots of water and like I know these are all the typical things that kind of make people roll their eyes but it really does help a lot with your mental state and even like meditating doing yoga um also try to like really pinpoint what is it in your life like what areas in your life bring you to feeling like you're in this rut so is it work is it like certain friendships you have really like go in and like assess everything and pinpoint what it is that's making you feel like shit and fix those things if you have control over it yeah but like try you know you know it's like i know a lot of people it's like they need their jobs they have things they have to pay for they have like they have kids they don't have help from anyone and I totally understand that and it's like on on the side though when you're not working find an hour or two to like apply to other jobs Mm -hmm. you know or to like start a like something on the side if if that's what you want to do like a side hustle or like you start your own business like I don't know I'm making it sound a lot easier than it is. Trust me, I know. And I think it's different for everyone, but... I don't know. I think that's really good advice. Yeah. Like, for me, like, I... I was... Mis- I didn't want to stay uh, at a job that I had once, and I got a new job. And I know a lot of people, It's it's hard for them to, you know, change their career... Or not even change, like, what they're doing, but, like, change jobs. Mm -hmm. Um, Because they don't like change. It's, like, the unknown is scary. And then, like, starting all over again and and having to, like, learn everything. It's it's scary. But you have to do those things in life. In order to grow. I saw this thing. It was, like, in order to to glow, you need to grow. (laughs) And it's, like, you're never going to grow if if you're in the same thing every single day exactly exactly and like if you're not getting out of your comfort zone and you're always trying to stay in your comfort zone that's something that is going to make you feel like you're in a really big rut yeah because there's no you're not learning anything new Mm -hmm. you're not meeting anyone you're not challenging yourself if you're not challenging yourself then like what is there to like really be it's, I shouldn't say what is there to really be proud of, but, like, that's something that, like, when you challenge yourself and, like, you actually, like, accomplish something new that was, like, terrifying initially, mm-hmm. that's the best feeling in the world. It's so rewarding. I know. I was actually listening to a podcast. I don't remember if it was the Cancelled podcast or just Trish or anyways. It was one of the podcasts and they were talking about – they were listening to a podcast of this, like, motivational speaker type thing and he was explaining that there's literally something in your brain – that when you do something that you don't want to do and you accomplish it, that part of your brain actually grows, like physically grows. So like even if you don't want to do something, but then you force yourself to do it, as simple things like just getting up and working out, like things you're like, oh, I'm not going to do. I don't have the time today. I don't have the energy. Like it's so freaking hard. And yes, sometimes listen to your body for sure. But know the difference between like your body needs a break and you're just being lazy. Get up and do it. And when you accomplish it, that thing literally grows in your brain and you feel so much better. And it, I'm not just talking about working out. I can, You could be doing like a ton of laundry and you're like, oh, I'm going to finish this later. I'm so freaking annoyed at this. Oh my God, that happened to me the other night. I had so much laundry to do because I've been working like crazy hours. Mm-hmm. So I had all this built up laundry that was clean, but I didn't, I for the longest time, I was like, the last thing I want to do is fold laundry after right. I just worked like 14 hours today. Um, finally the other night I was like, you know what? I finally gave myself that like night off mm-hmm. from work. Cause I was like, I need to, I don't want to like go into a burnout. And 
I fold I started folding all the laundry because I was like if I don't do it now it's just never gonna happen yeah. and it's like starting to bother me how much laundry I have mm-hmm. started folding it and I was like oh maybe I'll just like finish it after and then I was like no I have to finish it I'm gonna feel so good and I ended up folding all the laundry putting it away and feeling amazing I felt amazing and now I could go back to my condo and I know when I get to my condo because I also did some organizing and vacuuming it's gonna be clean yeah oh best feeling ever so it's true it's like just do the thing that scares you that you don't want to do and I promise you like even if it's the smallest mundane tasks like over time that does make a huge difference accomplishing the things you don't want to do and this is something that my dad taught me from a very young age when I was in school and I would get on Friday I'd have the list of homework I had to do over the weekend he said look at the list the thing you want to do the least, do that first and do it in that order. The things you don't want to do the most, start with those because every time you tack, tackle one of those and accomplish them and tick it off your list, you feel better and better and then it gets easier and easier and do it right away. Don't wait till Sunday. Yeah. So you get it over with. And then you do, you have the rest of your weekend, you feel amazing. Yeah. And that I think just put into my brain from an, a young age to do the things I didn't want to do and to work hard from a younger age in order to have a better life in the future yeah so I don't know I just like really really think that's an important little lesson and also know that you're not the only person that goes through slumps every freaking person goes through it and they and people go through it like multiple times it's not something that's like okay once I get over this slump it means like I'll never feel this way again. Like, no, also know that it's very normal and common Mm -hmm. to just have these go through these ruts like multiple times in your life. It's just part of life. And you just, I guess with time, like you just learn more about yourself and you learn the things that work for you to get yourself out of those slumps. Like if I think back 10 years ago when I was in my early 20s, and I felt so lost with my life and I felt so insecure and unsure and all these things I was feeling. And yes, there was a lot of positives about my life as well. But I think back at that and I'm like, whoa, how different my life is now. And I'm sure when I'm in my early 40s, I'm going to think back to my life in my early 30s and be like, oh, do you remember when I was feeling this, this and this? Life ebbs and flows and it is so normal and so okay. And just give yourself grace when you're going through that time but also like kyla said go outside your comfort zone learn something about yourself grow little things doesn't have to be a huge thing and slowly over time it's gonna make you feel better it's crazy because now that i'm thinking of it if you would have told me back in like 2019 or 2018 even 2020 that i would be where i am now with the experience that i've had Mm -hmm. in these last few years I would have never believed you and yes I went through some like really hard times over these last few years but all the most amazing things that have been happening to me in my life in these past few years are because of the decision the decisions I've made of getting out of my comfort zone that's great so I really think that and not and not giving up taking time for myself when I needed it and Mm -hmm. like you know um not being too hard on myself but also not giving up it's honestly like i'm motivated just by (laughs) listening to that yeah do you know how many times i wanted to quit yeah i mean even in my job in my there's so many times you want to quit things and it's like no you just got to keep going and keep grinding and keep doing it even when you don't want to do it yeah You, you persevere yeah okay last one we'll end on something kind of fun Someone said, describe each other in only one word. Um, you. Oh, that's so hard. I know one word is really hard because I can name like three. I think for you, it would be. Fuck. Because I'm like, oh, it's going to be this word. Then I'm like, well, the other word could also. I literally can't think of one word right now. <laughs> like, what are <laughs> words? I don't even know what a word is. Um, <laughs> I looked at the screen and I saw nightmare. <laughs> One word to describe Kyla. American nightmare. Nightmare. <laughs> um, no, I think for you, kind. Oh, I like that. Because there's a lot about you. Like, obviously, you're a hard worker. You're funny. You're There's a million words to describe you. But I think 
your heart is kind. Aww. And it just is. Like, you are caring. There's times where you're extremely selfless. You are super empathetic to a fault almost. Yeah. But you're kind. Thank you. So I think that's a good word. It's not strong. It's not like a strong word, but I still think it's... No, no, I think that's a huge compliment. I'm trying to think of... For you, it would be, oh, brave. <gasps> oh, my God. I would say cry. you're brave. <laughs> That's, like, like, the nicest word. Like, in the sense of, like, what you do for work and, you know, how so many people could be so judgmental and you've never let that stop you from doing what you love. And to start doing that in the first place, especially during a time when, like, it wasn't a thing, is, like, that's brave, you know? Oh, thanks, Kyla. That's honestly, like, the, I think that's the nicest compliment anyone could give me. Aw. Like, that is really one of the nicest things anyone could say to me. So thank you for that. <laughs> like, You're I welcome. genuinely am, like, I feel so happy right now. I'm like, that is so nice. Yeah, I would say brave for sure. Well, that was ending on a nice note. <laughs> <laughs> Did we we didn't get any more questions or we just read through the most like Yeah, I, I looked at like the most common ones. There there were some like other I feel like good advice pieces, but I kinda was like I would rather keep that for like a theme of an episode. Okay, yeah. You know, like I feel like that could be a, a cool theme. Um, but one thing I did want to ask you guys is what do you want to hear more on the episodes? Like obviously I know every single time we post people are like, We want to see more videos. We're working on it, guys, okay? Bear with us. Bear with us. But what would you like to hear? Do you like when you guys write in stories and we react to them? Do you like those themed episodes? Do you want more guests on the podcast? Do you, like, what would you like to hear? Because we value your feedback. Um, And, yeah, we were just curious. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Be sure to follow us on Instagram, TikTok, and youtube tell me sis podcast and also rate us five stars on apple and spotify and we will talk to you guys soon yep we love you guys bye bye